Hi there and welcome. I'm Rabbi Nachomath with the Las Vegas Coel. I want to tell you the story of a man named Hiram. In the 1850s, Hiram moves to the San Francisco area to go into business, get rich quick. 1850s San Francisco, it's a boom town, it's the gold rush, all sorts of opportunities. So Hiram decides he moves to San Francisco and he opens up a general store. He gets himself a partner who goes ahead and runs away with all his money and Hiram's generalized store, general store idea, that fails. Not discouraged, Hiram decides he's going to go into a different business. He's going to go into the livestock business. He invests in cattle, in goats, and he goes into the livestock business. And all of his livestock die. And the second business of Hiram, well, that also fails. Not discouraged, Hiram decides he's going to try a different business. He had spent some time in Canada. He had a lot of connections up in Vancouver. So he decided he would go into the ice business. He would have his contacts in Vancouver go ahead, load a boat filled with ice, send the boat down to San Francisco. And in San Francisco, in, you know, where the weather is a lot warmer, he'll go ahead and he'll sell the ice off of the boat. Great business model. The problem is the logistics, the operations, things get delayed. They put the ice on the boat, the boat gets delayed, and sure enough, what happens to all the ice? It all melts. And Hiram's ice business, well, that also fails. Hiram tries, he decides, you know what? Change course. He decides he's going to go ahead and sell chickens. Again, he uses his contacts up in Vancouver. He buys chickens real cheap up in Vancouver, puts them all on a boat. Again, operations, logistics, timing, gets all his chickens on the boat. And again, what happens? The boat gets delayed. There's not enough food to feed the chickens on the boat. And all the chickens die on the boat. And Hiram goes broke yet again. Hiram decides he needs to take another change of course. And he decides in San Francisco he's going to open up a bar. What could go wrong? Open up a bar in San Francisco in the 1850s. A lot of young men. This is a perfect model for success. Hiram goes ahead and he invests some money. He buys a bar and he gets himself a partner who runs away with his money yet again. And Hiram's bar ends in failure. Hiram decides he's going to try a different business. He's going to become a farmer. And what happens to Hiram's farm? Well, he plants potatoes at the wrong time, he plants his corn at the wrong time, and his farm, that fails too. Hiram decides, you know what, I'm going to go into sales. He decides he's going to go into real estate sales. The problem that Hiram soon discovers, he doesn't have the salesman's personality. He can't sell anything. And that business idea, that too fails. Hiram decides, you know what, instead of going into sales, he's going to go into real estate investment. He takes whatever money he has left and he invests it with a, with a friend of his. And sure enough, what does that friend do? That friend also runs off with all of his money. Hiram has failed at many businesses, so he decides he's just going to go into the family business. His family was in the leather business. He worked in the back office pushing papers, and Hiram slips into alcoholism. Hiram has failed time and time again. All of his different businesses, they've all collapsed. The Torah tells us a remarkable thing. We know the story of the Exodus, the Jews leave Egypt. The Medrash tells us that not all of the Jews actually left Egypt. As a matter of fact, the Medrash tells us that there were many Jews who just weren't worthy. They didn't have enough merit to make it worthy for them to leave Egypt. And God had them die during the plague of darkness. There were just many Jews. They just weren't meritorious enough for God's salvation. And they died in Egypt and weren't part of the great exodus. One of the great commentaries, Rabbeinu Asher, the Rush, he asks a really remarkable question. He says, if you take note in the narrative of the Torah, 
we find there are two characters, two villains, Jewish characters, who are part of the Exodus. Their names, Dasan and Aviram. Dasan and Aviram would later go on to infamy. They would be part of the rebellion of Korach. They would rebel against Moshe Rabbeinu, against Moses. They were real villains, but that was a couple years distant. Rush points out, well, these two fellows, Dasan and Aviram, they were also pretty lousy back in Egypt as well. They had snitched on Moshe, they had got Moses into all sorts of trouble. These were rotten guys. And asks Rabbeinu Asher, asks the Rush, a really good storyline narrative question. If we know many Jews didn't make it out of Egypt, the Jews who weren't worthy didn't make it out, how did Dasan and Aviram, these two scoundrels, these villains, these guys weren't too good. They were not Sadiqim. These were not righteous men. How come they made it out of Egypt? And Rabbeinu Asher, the Rush, explains that despite the fact that both Dasan and Aviram were indeed pretty lousy people, they were pretty wicked, nonetheless, says Rush, they were Mitzapeli Yeshua. They, had, they believed in God's salvation. They were hoping and yearning for the redemption from Egypt. And during those bleak times when the Jews were suffering in Egypt, although they were pretty bad and committed some really bad sins, Nonetheless, they were mitzapeli Yeshua, they yearned for God's salvation, and it was in the merit of the fact that they trusted in God, and they believed that God would take them out of Egypt, because they had that mitzvah, they were worthy of the redemption, and indeed they made it out. I've always found this comment, this idea of Rush, to be so remarkable. I don't know about you, but I've met a lot of people who've been very successful in certain areas of, in their lives, professionally, They've had real success. And it's human nature, it's very common for people to think that if I've been successful in one area of my, of my life, well, that success is transferable to other areas of my life. And I've seen this happen time and time again where you have someone who's had professional success, for example, think that, well, if I'm a good businessman, that means I'll be a good parent, a good husband, a good father, a good friend. And it's just not true. And Success is not transferable. You can find yourself successful in one area of your life, but still be a failure in other areas of your life. And I think that's one of the remarkable insights that Rush is telling us that we find about these two men, Dasan and Aviram. If you think about it, they're successful in a certain area of their spirituality. They trust in God. They believe in God. They believe in God's ability to redeem them for salvation during the most difficult of times. And that's a real merit. That's a real mitzvah. That's something that a lot of people struggle with, to really believe and trust in God. Dasan and Aviram, they did that. Yet, we know at the same time they were failures in other areas of their lives. They snitched on Moshe, they betrayed Moshe, they were rebels. And it's just a remarkable example that success is not transferable. You can be successful in one area of your life. That doesn't mean you will be successful in other areas of your life. But the message goes the other way as well. And it can be a real inspiration. You can be a failure in some areas of your life. But that doesn't mean that failure will transfer to other areas. You can fail in one domain and yet still be very successful in a different area of your life. Think about it. Dasan and Aviram, we know when it comes to their relationship with others, with their, specifically with their relationship with Moshe, they were failures. They were rotten people. They were Rishayim. They were wicked and evil. 
And we tend to think, well, if someone is a bad person, he's a villain, well, that means he's going to be a failure in all areas of his life, particularly in spirituality. And Rush is highlighting, even though Dasan and Aviram indeed had failed in certain big areas of their spiritual growth, when it came to being mitzapel Yeshua, to believing in God's salvation, there they were successful. Failure is not transferable. Just because you failed in one area in your life or in multiple areas of your life, that does not mean you will fail in a third or a fourth area. Failure is not transferable, just like success is not transferable. And Dasan and Aviram, despite the fact that they were absolute failures in certain areas of their lives, they were successful when it came to the ability for them to trust in God's salvation. Hiram was a failure business failure after business failure after business failure. And if we would look at Hiram, we would say, look, the guy's a loser. He's a failure. You know who Hiram is? You probably are more familiar with his first name, Ulysses. Ulysses Hiram Grant. Hiram would go on to be one of the most successful generals in the history of warfare. He'd go on to become the president of the United States of America. Here you have a man who failed time after time after time. But failure is not transferable. And he would go on and find great success in his life. And mind you, his success as a general, remarkably, as a general, he made his way up successfully. He started off as a quartermaster. His brilliance was in logistics and operations, in being able to evaluate other people. Other areas of his life, he stunk at logistics. His business failures were failures of logistics. His failures were failures in his ability to assess other people. Yet. Hiram goes on to become Ulysses Grant, one of the most successful generals, one of the most successful presidents ever. Success is not transferable, but failure too is not transferable. Just because we've had success in some areas of our lives, that doesn't guarantee that we're going to be successful in others. We may be great at business, but we might not be great spouses. We may be really good in one relationship, but we might stink in another relationship. And conversely, just because we failed in certain domains of our lives. If we failed in business, that doesn't mean we're going to be failures in all of our businesses. If we've had spiritual failures in some domains of our lives, that doesn't guarantee us to be failures in others. Let's take that inspiration. Recognize we could fail. We can make mistakes. We could have shortcomings. That doesn't transfer necessarily to other domains of our lives. Success is not transferable. Failure, too, is not transferable.